Hello and welcome to Songs for When. The music podcast designed to help you find the perfect playlist for any occasion. She loves Halloween so much, we are going to start calling her Michael Myers. It's M. And one year, I found him dressed as sadness, crying in my corridor after a Halloween party. It's George. <laughs> Dead emotional. <laughs> 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 so we're back after a week off because Sick Note over here couldn't make it to a that, recording. Oh no, it's Death Note, isn't it? That's a Halloween film, not Sick Note. Oh, okay. That would have been good. So... But we're back. That's all that matters. We're back now. Uh, how, how have you been? Other than ill. Excited. Yeah? Why have I been excited, George? Why have you been excited? Because it's Halloween. <laughs> What's that? What I just uh, Is it The X-Files? No. Yeah, I think that is actually Ex- Exorcist. Exorcist is um, Mike Oldfield. He's from Portsmouth. Is he? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're sipping our pumpkin spice lattes because it's Halloween. It is Halloween. Um, it's autumn. It's Halloween. Get ready for some very themed episodes coming your way over the next few weeks. As if you couldn't tell by our introductions and the opening music. This is a Halloween special. Halloween. Hell, is there like... I was about to go, are there any songs about Halloween? Um, is there a song called Halloween that I could sing for you now? This is Halloween from Before Christmas. I fell asleep during that film. I haven't even seen it. I'm, like, obsessed with Halloween, and it's probably George's least favourite holiday of the year. Yeah, it's just we never really did it growing up. No. It was never a thing. Um, my auntie, a couple of years, my auntie Mel, she did. You, she threw a party a couple of years. One yeah. year I went to Severus Snape. Did you? <laughs> did you have really greasy long hair? wig this long black wig and then cut it to a to a bob i see halloween all the time my mum used to decorate and everything my mum used to make my costumes your mum's very good at making costumes one year for my birthday when i had a fancy dress party um you came dressed as bjork in the swan yeah, dress she and made it was me fantastic the swan dress. yeah it was She's like, really good at it. it looked like rented no yeah but she made that so the swan did break though i think well, not brilliant quality, was it? But It was designed for an evening. Yeah. With a bunch of pissed 17 year olds. <laughs> um, you must be over 18 to drink in the United Kingdom. Please check. <laughs> Please check the laws in your own country before consuming alcohol. It is fine, though, if your mum buys you Bacardi Breezers. They're basically squash. <laughs> right, George, we're going to do what have you been binging Halloween edition? Oh my god, I. Oh my god, there's a fly? Is there a fly? <laughs> I've binged a few spooky things, actually. Yeah, go for it. Uh, American Horror Stories. Okay, I haven't started that yet, but you've given me good Yeah, good like, it's alright. It's perfectly watchable. Yeah. Uh, but it's great, because I think, you know, there are some horror movies that are an hour and a half, two hours, that really do not need to be that long. And actually, this is great, because they're just 45 minutes to contain stories. Yeah, uh, I get that. So it's like, actually, it's the horror movies without all the tur. Are they actually scary? Yeah, are uh, there is the acting isn't great. It's not your American Horror Story regulars. Yeah. There's no Sarah Paulson. No Evan Peters. No Evan Peters. There is Billy Lord. Okay. And there is Matt Bomer. I think I saw him. Yeah, but it's also got Paris Jackson and she is not a good actress. Okay. Madonna and Michael Jackson's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good daughter. I don't know her qualities as a daughter. <laughs> not a good actress. <laughs> 
I have also watched... Oh, my God, I've actually watched something else spooky. And now I can't remember it. It's Midnight Mass. There's another thing. I've just remembered it. But let's talk about Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Oh, my God. Terrifying. So I saw on TikTok, someone posted a video of, you know, the scene in the schoolroom where the sheriff, who is Muslim, and he's upset that the kids come home with Bibles. Yeah. Uh, And it's not because he doesn't want his kids to learn about Christianity. In fact, he makes it very clear that he actually encourages that. Yeah, he wants him to learn about all religions, doesn't he? Because that is part of Islam. Yeah. So I saw a clip on TikTok and someone shared it and they were like, finally, an accurate portrayal of Muslims in media. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this looks really good. So I was expecting to sit down to a six-part drama about religious tensions in a small community. No. Not what I saw. No. <laughs> no. Instead, it's some... I, it, I do think it's comments on religion are very good, though. Yeah. Definitely. Really, really... Really, really good comments on religion, but also scary and weird as hell. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, it wasn't what I was expecting where I was going. I think I saw the plot twist coming pretty early. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did text me and I already knew, so I just had to pretend I didn't. Because yeah. I know you don't mind spoilers. But I did work it out quite early as well. Because I think I texted you when I was watching like, the second episode, didn't I? Yeah. So I know you don't mind spoilers, but I think there's something quite satisfying about when you watch a programme and you realise you've been right. Yeah. That's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, if I asked you to tell me if I was right, you would have told me. Yeah, but I just went, oh, maybe, or maybe he's eating the priest, is what I said. You did, yeah. And that's that that crossed my mind earlier on, so it felt And political. I told that theory to Tom, and Tom went, I don't want to know George's theories. What if they're right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also been watching, along with... I was about to say the English-speaking world, but literally the world. The over- world, world, world. I've been watching uh, Squid Game. I've watched Squid Game. I've finished Squid Game. Yeah, me too. It's amazing. Uh, spoilers for Squid Game now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I uh, did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I knew pretty much. I thought he's the main character. Oh, I knew he he's was going to win. He's yeah, gonna he win. had to win. I think the girl, whose name I cannot remember right now, is gorgeous. She's pretty much the most attractive person that's been on TV all Apart year. from the police officer, who is an absolute snack. I also like the guy that did the test with them, with the flicky things at the beginning. So now we're talking about people we find attractive in the programme. <laughs> it is spooky though, it is ready for horror. Yeah, I Not think... like scary, like ghost scary, but just like violent. So my actual favourite type of horror films mm. are ones without a supernatural element. Because well, they feel scarier. Yeah, they're scary. Like, definitely. So, f- although, though, Paranormal Activity actually did really make me uncomfortable. Not seen it. I, I think it's because it's filmed, like, from cameras, though. Yeah, so it feels real, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm, you know, Halloween. Also, it's sequel Halloween. <laughs> and it's new and sequel, the remake, Halloween. Halloween <laughs> I'm so excited to see. And the new sequel, Halloween Kills. Scream. Love Scream. They're, they feel quite scary because they feel possible. We're also thinking thinking about, like, obviously scary horror films are brilliant for Halloween, but we've also got to think about the other genre of family movies that were made for Halloween. Are I'm you just... thinking of Sisters? <laughs> yes! George used to come and yell that in the toilets when we were out clubbing. One time, we were out with our friends in Brighton in Revenge, Club Revenge, and I'd just gone walkabout. Yeah. Disappeared, and... I can't remember who it was, just walked into the toilet and went, sisters! Because they knew if I was in there, I was going to respond. I'd respond. Yeah. 
And uh, now it's a thing. Sisters, uh, I just fucking, I fucking love Hocus Pocus. You do Focus. love Hocus Pocus. Like, For I, someone that doesn't really care about Halloween, you really love Hocus Pocus. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Catherine, <laughs> uh, it's Cab. Um, do you know a weird, a weird secret about Hocus Pocus yeah. for me? I didn't actually watch it till I was an adult. Really? Yeah. You love it now. Yeah, James introduced me to it. Hocus Pocus is iconic. Uh, the other day I watched Twitches. With uh, Tia and Tamara. Tia and Tamara Maori, yeah. Fantastic. Sister! Sister! Yeah, that's about sisters as well, see? It wasn't very good. Funny how they're always playing twins and sisters. Yeah, because they're twins and sisters. Uh, I don't think what else there is. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas crosses... Yeah. I'm the queen of this sort of stuff, so what we do in the shadows, Paranorman, Coraline... Paranorman? Paranorman. Oh, that's not a that's not a speaker. That was not a mistake of the speaking, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think about I was about to say typo and I was like, no, it's no, audible. Paranormal. Speaker. Yes, speako. Paranorman. It's it's about a boy named Norman and he loves paranormal things. That's brilliant. It is brilliant. Frank and Weenie, Corpse Bride. Yeah. All those Tim Burton ones. Timothy, yeah. Yeah, Timothy Burton. Someone said that Timothy Chalamet should play um the guy from the Corpse Bride if they did a live action Victor version. Bandle. Yeah, I thought yeah. that would be brilliant. As you know by now, each week we take a theme, we go away, we pick five songs each, then we come here together and share those songs, and we think those songs suit the theme. Perfectly. Perfectly. And this week, the theme is songs for when the Halloween party playlist is looking a bit weak and you need some filler. Filler! Night. So you've already got on the playlist your obvious Halloween song. So you've got Thriller on there. You've got Thriller on the playlist. You've got Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. You've got the Monster Mash. Yep. And then you've got what I think is not just the best Halloween song of all time, yeah. but maybe one of the best songs of all time. Yeah. And it's Things That Go Bump In The Night by All Stars. Yeah. As featured on the Scooby-Doo soundtrack. And George tried to put that on his... You'll find out in a minute, but George tried to put that as actual playlist. I had to put a stop to that instantly. Because the songs today are the songs that could fit on a Halloween playlist if they were pushed. They weren't yeah. written for Halloween. They're not made for Halloween. They're not a scary movie soundtrack. But they make sense. Mm, as and a sinister element. You put things that go bump in the night on there. And that's, a, that's legitimately a Halloween song. You can't have it. You cannot run. <laughs> you cannot My first song this week is Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. Seasons don't fear the reaper, nor do the wind, the sun, or the rain. There's a song about the Grim Reaper on here. Have you not listened to this song? Yeah, I just also know it because it's on a lot of soundtracks. It's on a lot of soundtracks. No, the, the like the premise of the song is basically just don't don't fear death. I think it's actually about a suicide pact. Do you? Yeah, which is really scary in a different way. Mm, not just for Halloween. But literally, it's about the in the title. There's the word Reaper, so it's right for Halloween. I'll give you that. Um, I know this song mostly from 
late 90s and noughties TV show. So I am convinced it's in the Gilmore Girls at some point. Probably. It's and a really famous It's song. in Friends, isn't it? I think so. I'm certain it's in you Friends. Know it's this, you know the famous SNL sketch, More Cowbell? No. Do you not know that? No. There's a really famous SNL sketch called More Cowbell, which Christopher Walken's in. And he's saying to this band that they need more cowbell. And the band are Blue Oyster Cult, but they're played by like Will Ferrell. And Will <laughs> Ferrell's like hitting the cowbell really aggressively. It's really famous. Check it out. We'll put it on the gram. But yeah, slip I, it in here if you want. I could do more cowbell. Pop it in. I'll pop it in. That, that, it doesn't work for me. I gotta have more cowbell. What do you think of Blue Oyster Cult? It's just a classic. I could see how it would, you'd put it on early evening as everyone's... Early evening. Uh, but it's very much I wanted to do, and I know this is an audio medium. Yeah. Um, But very much like... No, no. Like a lot of... Like six, a hippies. Yeah. Hippie like, moves. It's a 60s vibe like to it. Like Yeah. Stevie Spinning Stevie around Stevie. like uh, like Stevie Nicks kind of vibes. It's a bit... Yeah. Yeah, that was my vibes. I thought I liked it. It was a good song. I love this song. I don't know anything else Blue Oyster Cult do, to be fair, but I do like this song. This is one of those songs I think people go, like, I see it on the list and go, I don't know that song. And then you press play and you go, oh, I know this I song. I do know this song. But I don't know what's called or who it's by. Me and my mum used to be obsessed with this song because we used to watch American Idol and it used to be sponsored by Chicago Town Pizzas. They're the best oven pizzas you can buy. Not sponsored. <laughs> and she, there used to be these crappy auditions on it like in the adverts for chicago town like a joke like yeah. like advertising yeah for advertising but they were like crappy auditions in like a redneck like sort of incest town and this girl played don't fear the reaper on her nails like this and she was singing along i mean my mum used to laugh at it <laughs> that's kind of dolly dolly Parton dolly Parton inspired. did that with her nails didn't she yeah but she actually wears acrylic so hairs are audible yeah she was just going and I used to think it was so funny and that's what got me into this song and now I actually appreciate it as a good song I'll give you that and it fits for Halloween because it's about death yeah I get you okay I'll let you off even though it is about the Grim Reaper which I think is is a Halloween staple no because there is okay he doesn't get it because he doesn't love Halloween like I love Halloween it's not a Halloween song or is it Okay, so my first song is Better the Devil You Know by Kylie Minogue. When this started, mm. I was like, this is wrong because it's not got Leon Jackson in it. <laughs> Leave Leon Jackson behind. <laughs> I, I think his version's better. The version that he did with Kylie's better than the original. Okay, so two two points. Mm -hmm. So this I've chosen this song because obviously it's got devil in the title. Yeah. And you should not mess with Satan. Yeah, basically. Do not mess with Lucifer, old Nick. <laughs> Hades. <laughs> Do not mess with All you. one and the same, aren't they? Yeah, that's their point, right? Mm. Uh, Beelzebub. No, he is. he's one of the devils, isn't he's he? He's the devil's friend. Got to have friends. Um, yeah, and it's like there's some. It's kind of like an oxymoron song because Kylie is an angel. <laughs> I'm not sure that's why she wrote it, though, is it? Do you think she wrote it? No. But here's the other thing. Yeah. She re-recorded this song for her Abbey Road album 
when it was the Kylie 25 anniversary, 25 years since the locomotion. And so she re-recorded the Abbey Road album, which was like orchestral arrangements of her classic songs or slowed down versions, you know, a real mixed bag. And on there, she did Better the Devil You Know. Mm. And it's really slowed down as like a loungy piano ballad. Like with Leon, like she did with Leon Jackson. Not quite. That's more jazzy. Yeah. When you listen to the lyrics slowed down. Say you won't leave me no more. Terrifying. Is it? Yeah, she's like, say you won't leave me no more. Oh, she's being like really possessive. She, so it could be-, be in a Halloween movie. It's better the devil you know. So it's better that the the, the man knows her because she's the devil. <laughs> you do know what the expression better the devil you yeah. know means, right? <laughs> but there's there's actually another song called Better the Devil You Know by a woman called Sonia. Oh, I know Sonia. Mm, not Jackson. No. Not on her trumpet. It was it was our Eurovision entry from like the year 92 or something. Yeah. Better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think Kylie's is better. Yeah, and then covered by Steps later on. Of course that's why George knows it. Of course <laughs> so, that's why he knows it. It was one of those songs growing up that I didn't know was Kylie. Because I knew Kylie, like, can't get you out of my head onwards. Mm. I didn't know her, like, 80s and 90s music that well. Uh, and then I watched a Steps video, mm. which was them, like, just talking about their career. And H was like, this is a cover of the Kylie Minogue classic. So, yeah. I also think it is, unlike tragedy, this is an example where the original is superior. And not just because I... To be fair, they're both my children. I think you'd pick Steps over Kylie if you had to pick them. So if someone was going to kill Kylie or kill all five members of Steps... Oh, my God! (laughs) (laughs) It's Halloween! There's five of them. So it's like the trolley problem. (laughs) okay my next song is spooky by dusty springfield It's my favourite Dusty Springfield song. Can't hear it on a party playlist. What about at the beginning when you're having cocktails? The cocktail hour. <laughs> yeah, do that. I'd put Dusty Springfield on at a cocktail hour. Yeah. It would be on at the beginning of the evening when everyone was walking in and cocktails were being drunk and it was a bit more sophisticated. Okay, so this is not the party I was picturing. No. I mean, you can have multiple Halloween parties. Yeah, these are for all different types of parties. But this is like for... That point in the evening when you're still all talking a little bit. The dancing hasn't started yet. The yeah. beer pong isn't involved. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, yeah, I like Dusty Springfield a lot. I'll put Dust. I'll take Dusty any- mm. anywhere I can get her. And it's a really cool song. It is a really it's cool so song. so cool. I feel like I should be dressed like all in black with like a beret and a bob and be living in like the 60s in New York listening to this. Like a big You could be like in like a jacket, like a Mac. Yeah. Like peeping around corners. It's almost like it could be a theme tune like a 60s crime detective program yeah. for a woman called Detective Spooky. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> why, that apparently it's now a drag race acting challenge. Yeah. But you picture like... And the theme music is like... Dusty Springfield. Is okay. spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. It's really good. Yeah. And she's always trying to crack the case, but the men... Because the, it's the 60s. 
So they're she, the men are overpowering her all the time because of that fucking glass ceiling. There's a glass ceiling to break. Aha, yeah. there's money to make. Not for her. No, because she's actually a freelance detective. <laughs> she's a she's, um, private detective. Yeah, so she yeah. gets hired by people who have been let down by the NYPD. This is basically like um, that one that Kristen Ritter was in. What was that called? Jessica Jones. It's basically that. That's a Marvel series. Yeah, but this is basically that. But 60s. Yeah. And Dusty Springfield. She's in it. Did she ever act? Did she ever act? I don't think so. Did she ever do a Bond theme? No. She should have done a Bond theme. Yeah, she's really good. I think she was the first ever white artist signed to Motown. She was the first ever white artist signed to Motown. Yeah, that's a fact. That's just a thing you can't deny. And obviously this song fits the Halloween because spooky is the ultimate Halloween word. Yeah, although do you find these days costumes for Halloween aren't necessarily about being scary? No. It's anything. You just dress up as anything. And that actually, I think, part I really don't like fancy dress. You have had quite a few fancy dress parties. Yeah, I know. What an odd move. Yeah, it's like, weird, wasn't it? Last year for Halloween, because we did it on the Zoom, didn't we? Yeah. I went as Sophie Anderson from the Cock Destroyers. Yeah, and I went as um, Christina Ricci in the movie Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think Ollie and James or Kim dressed up. I think Kim was a cat. Yeah, she was. I don't know what Ollie and James did. We were all really oh, drunk. Oh, Jalk was a pimp. Our friend Jalk was a pimp. And then I had to go to London with my mum the next day. Did you? Yeah, and on the... She'll vouch for this. I... It took me... We met on the train at about 9am. Mm. And I don't think I was well until quite a bit later in the day. <laughs> it's good, though. It was a good, good... a good. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I have to do things for Halloween. I just have to. Right, What are you on. doing this year? No plans yet. My next song is by Three Piece Girl Band. It's called Black Magic by Little Mix. This is a multitude of things. Yeah. It's called Black Magic, so that's instantly spooky. Yeah. Uh, okay, in the same vein of Don't Fear the Reaper, it is about magic and yeah. spells. Yeah. Um, I love the music video for this song. I don't think I've seen it. It's brilliant. They're basically like, it's in like an American high school. It's almost kind of like the craft light. So, like with the other songs that we've done, maybe, maybe not Kylie, but there's sometimes an element of like, spookiness to mm. these songs about spooky things kind of like, is about satan <laughs> no but i mean like musically like yeah. don't fear the reaper's quite like yeah. there's an element where it's quite dark and then spooky is really like soft and like sort of sultry in the shadows type music where well, mm. this is just happy this is just a bop. take a sip from a secret potion i'll make you fall in love that is a, it would be black magic wouldn't it because even in harry potter they're like you should really do love potions yeah it's it's not it's not good magic to be doing and this is how you know jesse nelson is not to be trusted she doesn't like this song it's she, their best song when she was in the group she used to slag this song off that's how you know that you can't trust her you anymore. can't trust jesse i mean there's obviously a multitude of reasons that we are not nuanced enough and this is not the right podcast for us to get into the other reasons why she's not to be trusted. I don't really know. I just go along with what George tells me. Very easily led. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I also think it's just one of the best girl group songs of all time. I I really like this song, and like I said, like I have a very extensive Halloween playlist, and this is on it. It's on it. There we go. Good choice, George. I know. I like this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, I don't agree that you said it's Little Mix's best song. I don't really know their back catalogue hugely. Oh, I think my favourite Little Mix song is either Shout Out to My Ex or Touch. I think Shout Out to My Ex is overdone. Overplayed. Okay. This one is not. No, this one is a bit... It was a number one song. That's a fact. I'm pretty certain that I've seen Little Mix live. I have as well. I think I saw them at Bestival. And you, you've paid to see them individually. On the Glory Days tour. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. They're, they're great. I want to see them again as a three-piece. Buzzing. Because mm. they are... They've, I, don't know, I don't know who the fourth member is. Never heard of them. We've said her name like a couple of times. Who? <laughs> I, this is a Leanne Pinnock, Jay Thurwall and Perry Edwards stan account. Um, only half of it is. I'm not, I'm not in that. I prefer Halloween. This is Halloween. I do know that song! <laughs> I know it because... My next song is Evil Woman by ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra. Song. Have you never heard this song? So I knew it once. Again, yeah. Again. But I actually, a couple of things. At the start, it sounds like he says, You made a poo of me. <laughs> Doesn't it? Am I right? Yeah, I think he looking at it. Yeah, he could pass it. And the that. other thing. Oh, he's had something prepared on his phone for hours. The other thing is the music of this song sounds like the theme tune. For the Golden Girls. Go for it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing it. <laughs> Hang on. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a friend and a comforter. <laughs> I don't know if it does. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, huh? Honestly, <laughs> I'd rehearse that, rehearse that in my own time. Had you? Yeah. <laughs> that was also sort of wasted because I don't actually know the Golden Girls. <laughs> <coughs> How do you not know the Golden Girls theme tune? I don't know it. I couldn't place it. I don't think. If I heard it, I'd probably know it, but that didn't really sound like it because that sounded like Evil Woman by ELO. There is a sample in it, though. Let's see if we can get Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Uh, evil Woman sample. It's also highly misogynistic. Good song though, really good party song. Yeah, I liked you. it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Beep by the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> they sampled it. What? Ilialo sampled Beep by the no, Pussycat No, Beep sampled It's like... not about it. I don't need a keep looking at you. I don't mean nothing while you're playing with you. Yeah. 
Since the seventh grade, that's really young. I don't think those are the lyrics. But anyway, that is the that the do do do. It's a it's a sample that Pussycat Dolls took from ELO. Do you think the Pussycat Dolls themselves did it? No. Will, team Will I am did. Yeah, he's quite good at that sort of thing, yeah. isn't he? We'll give him that. So this is and ELO obviously have got more than one song. I for the longest time thought when I was younger, I thought Mr. Blue Sky was like a current song. Really? Yeah, because I think it can pass. It can hold up. A timeless it thing. could be like a Scissor Sisters song. Exactly. From that, you know, the I don't feel like dancing period. Yeah, or like something like Supergrass or something. Who's that? Supergrass. You you will know a Supergrass song. And anyway, this obviously is um, relevant for Halloween because it's about an evil woman. She's probably a witch. Like Black Magic. Yeah. They're probably singing about Cher's experience because when they heard the, <laughs> when they heard the Cher song, Dark, when they heard the Cher song Dark Lady, they felt really sorry for Cher. So they were singing about the evil woman. The Dark Lady. Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe by that point, because Cher had killed two people. She's oh, she evil. had, maybe. She is the evil we'll woman. We'll never know. Anyone could be the evil woman, to be fair. You. It could have been about me. I wasn't born, but it could have been. My next song is Nasty by Janet Jackson. It's my middle name, my last name is Control. No, my first name ain't Baby, it's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. This song, she is basically a sexual predator, isn't she? Bit awkward when you talk about the Jackson family, but okay. But she is. I mean, I always just chose it because it's nasty. <laughs> Nasty things happen on Halloween. No, because she's basically saying, I don't want you to be a gentleman. I want you to be nasty. And she's like, in, they're in the cinema and she says, if I try and kiss you, you have to let me, basically. So what she said, if I make a move on you, if you be a gentleman, it's going to turn me off, is what she says. <laughs> I like the bit where she's like, who's that eating nasty boys? And she like, gets quite shouty with yeah, it. Yeah, it's not very well written, is it? Oh, I think I really like this song. I love this song. Okay. But the the lyrics are just nasty, nasty boys. Who's that doing nasty things? Nasty boys. Who's that eating nasty things? It's just verbs in the word nasty. <laughs> but it's just nasty, isn't it? So it fits for Halloween. Yeah, that was kind of my thinking with it. I get this one is not on my Halloween playlist. I don't think. I think it's a stretch. But I'll let you have it for a party. I think you know, like someone's done an album. Now that's what I call Halloween. We're on disc three. Yeah, this is disc three, yeah. There's 21 tracks on each disc, and they're like, well, disc one's got the obvious ones. Disc two's got... Black magic. Black magic and things yeah. like that on it. What are we putting on disc three? You're, you're making a stretch with Nasty by Janet Jackson. So I'm thinking disc three on now, that's what I call Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I do like this song a lot. Is this the episode you thought I'd get a Janet Jackson song in on? No. Because the thing is, like... Obviously, I've got the playlist, and I have all of the ones on it, so like things like, I thought maybe Rihanna would show up with Disturbia, mm-hmm. Shakira, She-Wolf. So, I That's felt... That's about a werewolf. In the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Disturbia is great. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Disturbia now. Fuck it. Yeah. Thanks, Janet. Distur- <laughs> all the songs we didn't feature. Disturbia... Um, E.T. as well. By Katy Perry. Yeah, it's about oh, an alien. That would have been good. Uh, Scared of the Dark by Steps. Mm-hmm. You actually said you were going to include that. I was that. going to, but we... You also said you were going to include Murder on the Dance Floor. Murder on the Dance Floor. Yeah. It's about killings. 
So really, with this, you could you could nasty works. Pit nasty people come out on Halloween. Scream by Janet Jackson and her brother. <laughs> Whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is very niche. There's that Eurovision song El Diablo. Yeah. Ah, na, 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 na. About the devil. Same as Ghosts by Ella Henderson. Let's just search the words Halloween. Halloween party. I mean, these are so disc one you've put on Time Warp. That's yeah, all on disc you've one. You've got Ghostbusters, Halloween, like Monster Mash. Yeah. Uh, Back in Black. That could go on like disc two. Yeah, 100%. My Halloween playlist is eight hours long. Halloween is only eight hours long. <laughs> <laughs> right, from that complete deviation, what were we even talking about? Ms. Jackson. Yeah, I'm going to put it on my Halloween playlist. I think it works. Because it's nasty. And also, what? Well, oh, I wrote a note about this. I haven't looked at my notes once this whole time. Do you know the organ in it? It's almost like a spooky Halloween church organ. Yeah. Because it goes like... Yeah, and also, you know if this song comes on, everyone is going to start doing uh, like these sort of dance moves straight away, like typical Janet moves. You know, like Janet's like from that time period where she was... I mean, no... I personally think, if we're talking about Miss Janet Jackson, nobody, especially in this point in her career, she was unmatched for her ability to perform and give a show on stage. Yeah, and then Justin Timberlake ruined it. Yes. My next song is Monster by The Automatic. comes to my mind for Halloween songs that aren't Halloween songs it, it's I think you, this is going on disc one of now that's what I call Halloween do you think it's very Halloween-y I think near the end of disc one so it's after Monster Mash it's after yeah you've got you know tracks one to fifteen are the obvious the ones ones that we know because it's not like Christmas where there's you know over five thousand Christmas albums people don't do Halloween albums yeah so there's every there's a song every once in a while that's featured in a movie mm. or that Mention or, something Halloween related. Mm-hmm. I actually have a really fond memory of this song. We'd left school mm. and I went back to school for a week because it was like an enrichment week at oh, school. Yeah. Um, and obviously being gay, I got on with the drama teacher. So, what? sorry, yeah, <laughs> shock. So, how I, Ms. Firth, if you're listening, she was like, oh, like, there's like an enrichment week. We need like running workshops and stuff. Yeah. Come give us a hand. Yeah. Obviously, desperate to please the drama teacher, we all came running back. Mm. And then at the end of the week, so because it was like the kids had like some big assembly in the morning, mm. then in the afternoon, a live band she'd arranged or someone had arranged a live band to come in, yeah, and perform. And they just performed popular songs from the time, from the period. And all the kids were having a great time to the point where they didn't really need to supervise. And so then we, like, as a bunch of 16, 17 year olds who had left school, all had a great time. It was really nice because we'd all left school and some of us, we hadn't seen a lot of each other. Yeah. Because we all went to different colleges, done different courses, lost touch. And it was really nice to spend some, like had that really nice afternoon together. Yeah. And dance. And then like, this was what they ended their set list on. Because I think at that point it was... It was in. It was in. It was the song. And we were all just having a great time. And then our drama teacher was dancing with us. And it was just it was just a great afternoon. So this had not nice memories. Yeah, really you. nice memories to this song. And like I, I mean it wasn't the automatic that came to the drama room. <laughs> what? It was just a local band of yeah. some who performed covers 
Uh, but they're sometimes the best bands, aren't they? Because they just... Well, yeah, like, would you go dancing crazy if the automatic came to your school? Would you well, just they... stand and take pictures? Do you know what I mean? Well, also, you'd have to nod and bob until they did Monster. Like, no yeah. disrespect to the automatic, but I don't know what else you do. Tell me some more automatic songs now. No, I don't think they followed it up. I can't. You can't. I'm not even getting Spotify out. I'm not even going to try and find it. What's that coming over there? I imagine they maybe did, you know, like a lot of bands did uh, Christmas versions of their songs. So maybe they did Monster Christmas version, just shove some bells on in the background. I don't know if they're that sort of band. Just an idea. If you want to come back in the year 2021, <laughs> that's We've an idea. We've got some ideas Who's for you. Who's that coming down the chimney? Oh, it's Santa. Like a Christmas version. If the bank balance is looking maybe a bit low. Maybe a Tommy Kitten will do it. They come out for football-based events <laughs> and sing that Gareth Southgate turns them on. He does to a lot of people, actually. They like the waistcoat, don't they? He's a weird crush, isn't he? Yeah. Like Richard Osman. He's no Jack Grealish, though, is he? No. <laughs> no one seemed to fancy Gareth Southgate when he was an actual footballer. No, people like him now that he's matured. I feel like the whole England team are actually quite quite a nice group of people. I get the vibe they're... Yeah, but they're also really young. And that helps. I find it weird now. If they're too young, I can't like them. Oh, I'm not saying fancying them all. I just mean like... They're... No, I just don't like young people. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> We've checked the analytics of our podcast and there's no young people that listen anyway. It's 25 to 34, isn't it? That's our biggest market. <laughs> okay, I guess it makes sense that my next song is Monster by Lady Gaga. <laughs> And my favourite lyric, I've never seen one like that before. She's talking about monsters. She's Mo- never seen a monster like that before. And it ate her brain. <laughs> this is off my favourite Lady Gaga album. Fame Monster. The Fame Monster. And there's a few Lady Gaga songs you could include. I'm thinking... I've got teeth on my Halloween so playlist. So teeth. You could put on So Happy I Could Die. Mm-hmm. About dying. Uh, Bloody Mary. Oh yeah. Uh, Government Hooker. Because it's got that weird John F. Kennedy voice in it. Uh, Judas probably works. Yeah. Not a nice man. Uh, Bad Romance, I think works. Yep. You've got, I'm thinking of this, Dance in the Dark. So this is like your representation of every Lady Gaga song that could be considered a Halloween song or put on Halloween playlist. Yeah, let's give it that. Let's yeah. just give it that. I think she, I mean, she's just obviously an incredibly talented person and wonderful human being. But she's a bit weird. She's also a bit weird and kooky, isn't she? And at she? this time she definitely was. This was sort of her like dark era, wasn't it? Yeah, so this is off her second album, The Fame Monster. Often considered an EP, but we'll move on. Uh, How many songs is it? Eight. It's not an EP, it's an album. Yeah, so in America, are we getting into this? In America, it was released separately. Okay. Like, you could buy it separately. In the UK, it was released with the fame. In like, You had to get both albums in one packet. Yeah, you'd have singles from this album, maybe. Bad Romance and Telephone were off this album, yeah. That's mental that it was only considered an EP. Mm-hmm. Two of her biggest songs. Yeah, I know. Bad Romance is my favourite Lady Gaga song. You heard it here first, people. But Monster is brilliant. And I always remember when she performed it on the Fame Monster tour. Yeah, was it good? Monster Ball. The Monster Ball. It's called the Monster Ball. She's in like this like yellowy dress like made of hair. And then during the, the yeah. kind of low bit that doesn't involve much singing, she goes underneath the stage. And then as it's going, you know, that boy, that boy, that boy, that boy, that boy. The, like, the, key, the, yeah. the final chorus. She comes back out the floor and she's covered in blood. And she's like, the hair outfit's gone and she's just in like, 
she's like she's been ravaged underneath the stage so they, they do it like all the dancers like close in on her but then she disappears it comes back but on the dvd you get to see it goes like you see underneath and the stage the and scenes. you see her like bursting a blood capsule and like smearing herself really quickly and then she like bursts through the floor again it's amazing that whole that is the best tour i've ever been to in my life because it's like a, sh- a massive show yeah didn't she go bankrupt from it yeah, because, um, well, the first time I saw her, I was front row standing, and we all paid 30 quid a ticket. You'd be lucky to have a nosebleed seat for that these days. Yeah. Any, for any artist, generally. Yeah. So, Especially at that venue. Mm. But she's, I think she's a great performer, and I love this song. It's really, I actually really like this song, and I actually loved how, like, obviously halloween it was. Like, I know it's actually about a boy that's, like, not very nice to her, mm. and that, like, is able to manipulate her. But if you listen to the lyrics, just literally, it's about like a zombie, like eating your brain and eating your heart and eating your head and eating everything. He ate, yeah. Um, do you like it? Do you know it before? No, I wasn't usually familiar with it, I have to say. Yeah, we put it on your Halloween playlist. Yes. Yay! This <laughs> is a good addition. This is perfect. But it's also weird. It's like a weird song. It is really weird. It also, she self-references herself in it. Well, she would, wouldn't she? If she'd self- she self-references herself. Oh my god! <laughs> she references herself. Yeah. She makes it say a, a self-reference. Yeah. How many different ways can we say that? Because <laughs> uh, she says, "I wanna just dance, but you took me home instead." That's on her second album. She's already making references to herself. There we go. Her mind. She was is born to be a star. Star is born. And she was in that film. <gasps> my last song this week is. Heads will roll by the yeah, yeah, yes. Fucking slaps. Heads will roll. It's so good. I. It's so. It's so weird. It's a weird song, as in, like, the background music. Structurally. Isn't it? Structurally weird. But also, the content, the lyrics, the content element of it is perfect Halloween. I Off love with the your yeah, head, yeah, dance yes. to your dead. Yeah, it's Do you remember when Glee did it with Thriller? Yeah, because it, it fits. This one is very nearly officially a Halloween song. Very nearly. Well, it kind of reminds me of, you know, like, dance to your dead. It's like, do you remember that um, phenomenon? I don't know when it was. There was a group of people and they just couldn't stop dancing and like they all died of dehydration and stuff. What? Do you not know about Is that? Is that real? I'm pretty certain. Bloody hell. Google it. I'm on it. Because we should fact check these things. We're putting them on the internet. Yeah. Also, tell me what you thought of this choice. I love the AAAs. I remember the first time I saw the, well the first time, the only time I saw the AAAs live was incredible and that's when I fell in love with them. And I don't know their songs like, to name them, but if they came on, I'm like, oh, it's a good song. So I saw them at Reading Festival when I was like 15 and I thought they were incredible and they did Gold Lion. The Dancing Plague of 1518. There you go. Bloody hell. So yeah, this and Gold Lion are like the two songs I know the best. I think they're probably the yeah, yeah, two mm. biggest hits. But their whole first album especially is impeccable. So the reason that I picked this stock, because this was all on my Halloween playlist and like I said, it's very close to being an official Halloween song. We're talking about parties here, right? This mm. is this is where the party's going off. You know what I mean? This is almost a clubbing song. You um, definitely yeah, could you definitely hear this could. In a club. I think it needs to be a bigger hit. Yeah. Like it deserved to be a bigger hit. When it's one of those songs that when it comes on, people are like, Oh my god, I love this song. Yeah. 
but they wouldn't listen to it in day to day life. So here it is on your nearly a Halloween song playlist. In your ears, on your device. Dance till you're dead, like you're in 1518. Okay, my last song is Cold Hearted Snake by Paula Ramsey. talking about actual snake is it a giant snake well if you had a cold heart that's scary for you <laughs> Good. yeah we've all seen frozen yeah if she if anna didn't get the help she needed she was gonna die yeah so that's not good no uh and also snakes for some people are quite scary yeah all right when i was thinking about how all this song is scary all i kept thinking is when jafar turned into that giant snake in aladdin <laughs> Imagine if this, I was about to say, so obviously Aladdin is a West End and Broadway musical, but imagine instead of, instead of using the songs from the Disney movie, yeah. they did it as a jukebox musical. The genie's like singing, like, he's a <laughs> Look into his eyes, uh-oh, oh, he's, he's been, been telling lies. lies. He has been telling lies. Yeah, Jafar isn't a nice <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's also a good time to talk about On Glee. We're going to talk about Glee again. Yeah. Because um, Santana sang it. Did she? Glee. Yeah. It's one of my favourite Santana performances. She sings it in... Uh, Who's she singing it about? Santana, Rachel and Kurt are all living in like a loft in New York as students, because that makes sense. And Rachel was dating this guy, and Santana finds out that he's a gigolo. So and she calls him a cold-hearted snake. She performs a cold-hearted snake to tell him to stay away from Rachel. And there's this really iconic line where Rachel's like, did you tell Jesse to leave me alone by performing a Paula Abdul song? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, I like when Glee admit, realise, like, the, acknowledges that what it yeah. does is a bit mental. And that is there one of those moments. Yeah. But also, fine for a Halloween song because it's about snakes. And being cold. Having a cold heart. He was only late last night. He, imagine, imagine instead of Paula Abdul, imagine... Instead of thinking about Paula Abdul singing about a man, imagine picturing that she's just singing about a snake. Yeah, that's what's scary, isn't it? <laughs> it was like, it's scary. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary when you think about a giant snake. It's like Medusa. Or um, Celia Wheelia from Monsters, Inc. He's a cold That's what it has. <laughs> I love Paula Abdul. <laughs> I'd really like to see her live. I think she'd die on stage. She did a recent, she did a Vegas residency. She's got arthritis. Oh my god, she does! <laughs> I, um... No, we're not laughing at arthritis. We're laughing at an advert Paula Abdul did for, um, an ointment for arthritis. Yeah, it was funny. Because obviously she's a fabulous dancer. And the advert was her, like, dancing around, doing, like, tap dancing and stuff. Yeah. And then she's like, look what I can do, because I've got arthritis, but I rub this cream on me. <laughs> and she's, like, <laughs> dancing all around. Yeah, she did a Vegas residency called Forever Your Girl. Even though she's now like 60. Yeah. <laughs> I love Paula Abdul. Um, I've got a Paula Abdul vinyl. I've got a Paula Abdul vinyl. I think we've got the same vinyl. Yeah, the we? Forever Your Girl album. Yeah, yeah. as well. Because it's got all the hits on yeah. it. <laughs> we don't want to listen to anything else, really. Oh, Vibology's good, though. Got that Vibology. Yeah, that but you don't get album. another album for just one, do you? No, although there's that song, um, Rush Rush. No. Rush. Oh, Rush. no, I didn't know that. Which is I think of. So Janet Jackson has a song called Let's Wait a While. Mm. They're like... 
the anti versions of each other. Oh, like the Antichrist Halloween. <laughs> right, should we figure out what songs we're going to put on the mega playlist? I know we... what song I'm putting on the mega playlist. I think I know what song you're going to put on the mega I'm playlist. I'm putting Heads Will Roll by the AAAs on the mega playlist this week. And I am putting Monster by Lady Gaga. I knew you were going to put that. Because it's going to be added to my Halloween playlist. So it's so like you're why. actually adding it to a mega playlist. Yeah, I'm actually adding it to my 8 hour, 30 minute playlist. 8 hour and 33 minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just time for us to wrap up. It is time for us to wrap up. Uh, so it, you can, where can you find us? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Songs for When Pod. Drop us a DM. Tell us how you're feeling. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we'd love that bit. Also, if you are interested in finding or listening to any of our playlists, they're all on Spotify. If you search Songs for When, including the Mega Playlist, where all the best songs from each week go. That's brilliant. It is good, isn't it? So now it's just time for us to say goodbye. And we're gonna. I don't really know how we're going to say goodbye this week but we have to play probably the best Halloween song of all time what is it? it's Hex Girls by the Hex Girls <laughs> <laughs> from the Scooby Doo movie one of them that's about witches <laughs> we're the Hex Girls I don't and really we're gonna put a spell on you, you.